The truth is you already know what it's like. You already know the difference between the size and speed of everything that flashes through you and the tiny inadequate bit of it all you can ever let anyone know. As though inside you is this enormous room full of what seems like everything in the whole universe at one time or another and yet the only parts that get out have to somehow squeeze out through one of those tiny keyholes you see under the knob in older doors. As if we are all trying to see each other through these tiny keyholes. But it does have a knob, the door can open, but not in the way you think. But what if you could? Think for a second what if all the infinitely dense and shifting worlds of stuff inside you every moment of your life turned out now to be somehow fully open and expressible afterward, after what you think of as you has died, because what if afterward now each moment itself is an infinite sea or span or passage of time in which to express it or convey it, and you don't even need any organized English. You can as they say open the door and be in anyone else's room in all your own multiform. Forms and ideas and facets. Because listen, we don't have much time, here's where Lily Cash slopes slightly down and the banks start getting steep, and you can just make out the outlines of the unlit sign for the farm stand that's never open anymore, the last sign before the bridge, so listen, what exactly do you think you are? The millions and trillions of thoughts, memories, juxtapositions, even crazy ones like this, you're thinking, that flash through your head and disappear? Some sum or remainder of these? Your history. Do you know how long it's been since I told you I was a fraud? Do you remember you were looking at the Respisum watch hanging from the rear view and seeing the time, 9.17? What are you looking at right now? Coincidence? What if no time has passed at all? The truth is you've already heard this. That this is what it's like. That it's what makes room for the universes inside you all the endless inbent fractals of connection and symphonies of different voices, the infinities you can never show another soul. And you think it makes you a fraud, the tiny fraction anyone else ever sees? Of course you're a fraud. Of course what people see is never you. And of course you know this, and of course you try to manage what part they see if you know it's only a part. Who wouldn't? It's called free will, Sherlock. But at the same time it's why it feels so good to break down and cry in front of others, or to laugh, or speak in tongues, or chant in Bengali, it's not English anymore, it's not getting squeezed through any hole. So cry all you want, I won't tell anybody. He walked out in the gray light and stood and he saw for a brief moment the absolute truth of the world. The cold relentless circling of the intestate earth. Darkness implacable. The blind dogs of the sun in their running. The crushing black vacuum of the universe. And somewhere 200 animals trembling like ground foxes in their cover. Borrowed time and borrowed world and borrowed eyes with which to sorrow it. For the earth was empty of form, and void, and darkness was all over the face of the deep, and we said, look at that fucker dance.
Welcome to Heat Death of the Universe, a two-time yelling contest winner and a podcast about the trials and tribulations of bot, beast, and man. It is 9.41 p.m. Friday evening, December 29th, Year of Our Lord 2023. Mind-blowing. There's nothing about Korea. For I am in America. <laughs> Prodigal son returns to the warmth. I was going to say something very maternal that's weird that I'm staying with my parents. The warm, welcoming tit of Mother America. Um, you're currently hearing the uh, vibrations, the good vibrations, the vibrational elocution apparatus of Josh. Soon you'll hear the self-same of Tim, the Tim version of said self-same Tim. How's life in America, my fellow proud American? That's capital P and capital A falls the same to you, mister. Capital P and capital A, huh? Yeah, proud American. Nah, yeah, I guess. It's a proper say, noun. Is proud, proud is, I guess, proud American, comma, proud. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. Eh, I'm good, I'm good, you know. Getting uh, getting through the holidays. Just had Christmas. About to have some New Year action. Not good. I mean, New Year doesn't even count to me. I don't even think of it as a holiday. Um, I get the day off, so that's good. Um, otherwise, nothing in particularly interesting. Honestly, this is not a. It's a dead dead time. Everything. It feels like the year is over. Like the weekend between Christmas and New Year's sh- just shouldn't exist. Or, like, should just, everyone should just be off. And it's just like, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm in a very done mindset as well since I am off. uh, And I've been doing basically nothing, just recovering from jet lag, basically. And then just finding myself sleeping crazy long amounts of time that I never normally would. Like I'm in a completely like blacked out room in a basement. I think that has something to do with it. Uh, but like epic sleeping sessions that I've just like never really had in my life. Like today I was like, like woke up at like 4 a.m. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't great, but I couldn't get back to sleep till around eight something. And I woke up and it was like 3.45 or some shit. Like I figured, oh, I'll like go back to sleep for like two hours, but yeah, that's pretty intense. That's uh, yeah. nobody, like the whole day woke me up, and I just, I yeah, I, I lost the entire day basically uh, to pretty, sleep. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. I mean, it's there's worse ways to spend your time, I suppose. It's just like just shocking to me more than anything. Um, yeah, I don't really think it's good or bad. It's just like, well, it's not great. It kind of just means like there's really nothing to do here in like the suburbs, which is where I am. Sure, and the sure. weather is as shitty shitty as possible almost in a way. Yeah. It's like cold but not cold enough to make it snow and raining all the time. Um Sure. Yeah. 
Sure. Does, Deep dark depression a brewing. Does the <laughs> does the existence of suburbs imply the existence of dom burbs? Uh yeah. It does, right? Yeah. Totally. I've never yeah, I've might. never been to the Dom Burbs. I've heard of Exo ex, Exoburbs. Exo? Is that what it's called? I don't know what that is. Exurbs, I've heard people say that. Exurbs. That's I don't I'm even thinking. know what that Exurbs. means, honestly. Um I think it's like the outer Is that that? Because I think that maybe there's another maybe term it's for that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, urban. Yeah, I thought that, that like I thought that there was another word for like the outside of the suburbs, like even further out. But maybe that is just exurbs. And that's what people have been using for that. Anyway, uh, a dis a district outside a city, especially a prosperous area beyond the suburbs. All right, as I guess you. So it's but it's the like but it's like so it's like an in between a, in a in a limbo place. So it's not quite r- rural yet, but it's not quite close enough to be a suburb. It's basically just that they're inventing new uh, new ways to put the people the undesirables that you need to run the city. Right, that's where they go. You put them in the exurbs. When they have to ride a three-hour bus to get to work, it does. It does sound like a place of like uh, banishment, exurbs. Yeah. You go to the exurbs now, or is that the opposite? Now it used to be like that, right? It used to be that the city was where the 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 highfalutin people were at, and then the hoi polloi would be out in the suburbs. But now, I think that's why there is exurbs. I think that's why they invented this term. Because the rich people want to get away from the city and have more space, so they go to the outside, forcing the people who don't have money to go into the city. Is that what people say now? Is that what's going on? I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm no, no use on this. Yeah. But uh, I was just thinking about how, because I said like the like limbo space or whatever, and how, like, there's a reason I don't use the word liminal, I feel like. I feel like that was one of those words that got picked up on a, a certain podcast, say, five or so years ago, and, like, just repeated a lot. Yeah, and I mean, it was a meme. A trendy a trendy word is, is It was like I, a meme I mean. thing. There was, like, tons of, like, I like, they used to call it, like, a, like, on, what was it, like, on Tumblr and stuff, they'd call it, like, a single topic blog or whatever. I don't know if you remember that. Um, that used to be the term, but there would be, there would be like the gimmick accounts on Twitter that were like, you know, liminal spaces, liminal, you know, whatever, liminal this, liminal that. So yeah, it was definitely a, a, a trendy, which I just, I just, now at this point, I don't even say it, think of things as trends. I just refer to everything as like a meme. Um, but yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was, that was a, definitely a thing to say liminal, you know, but yeah, it's right? a good term. It's a good word, you know? Um, it is, but it 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 has it has like a kind of mystique around it that I feel like it makes a, a, a fairly sure. Test test. There we go. Now you're back. White flight. Okay. Okay. We're back. <laughs> it's almost like uh, we never left. <clears throat> 
What were we talking about? Um, I don't know. Probably talking about moving on to to the things about. Sure. Uh, about the year, the year bit. Well. Oh yeah. <laughs> the yeah. end of the year bit. For sure. Um, yeah, I figured we can look at some of these year in review sources. Um, I also have a shit ton of missile miscellanea. Uh, to pick from if we feel like we need sure. to, or if we can attach something to one of the big events of the year, which I'm sure we can. Um, did we? Did we? Do you remember if we talked about Santa getting the letter from Israel on the last episode? Or sounds not? familiar. I just so, can't remember if we did. Yes, I think we did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, we did. We did. We must have. That was that was like the funniest thing that happened last week. <laughs> yeah, it's one good. of the I guess. Um, so yeah, we can look at. But I guess that hasn't come out, so we could still talk about it here, and then. I mean, we could. And then it's like no. it didn't come out yet. Uh, I don't know how yeah, that would help, a... but. Okay, so an overview of, of of sources here. I've got Year in Search, the uh, which I mislabeled as for twenty thirty three. I thought you were getting a head start. <laughs> um, which is the Google sort of like year year end report, just like should people searched, which reflects the zeitgeist. What the hell? Everyone's searching for excerpts, just like us. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Wait, really? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, you had me there. Um, I have the year in review from Britannica, which is like, I guess, more of our sort of baseline, normie. Titanic uh, submarine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Okay. I was. I saw it's the. I'm sorry. I'm like jumping into Titan, it. Titan. Titan. No, go no, ahead. It says Titanic. What? Yeah. Number it two says. Called- but here's the thing. Titan. Right. But see, this is the the thing that got me because I was doing the same thing as you. I was like, that's not right. And then I was oh, like, oh, idiot searching. people are just dumb. <laughs> They're searching it. But was it not that the Titan was trying to go t- into the Titanic? I mean, I think that was the point. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So I think that actually, like, I remembered it now. I'm like, oh, yes. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that search brought them where they wanted to go. No, I'm pretty sure that the. That that submarine was the, like the whole point of the mission was to go into the Titanic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just yeah. like rich people want to see the the ruins. Um, sure, they want to see. Is it Kate Blanchett? They're trying to see them titties up close. <laughs> different Kate. Kate Beckinsale. Uh, different still. Kate Winslet. That's right. Is that it? You're on the money. I thought that maybe that was like one of the people that are married to one of the princes. I was like, <laughs> that can't be right. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. <sighs> John and Kate plus eight. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. Anyway. Uh, Draw sorry. all so, of those eight latched mouths to all eight nipples. Sorry for jumping into I imagine it. something. No, it's fine. That's what we should be doing. Um, 
And then, and then of course, the Wikipedia page for the year 2023. If we really, if we really start flailing, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think we probably you know that's be. a good, you know that's going to be have some hot fire there. <laughs> and then straight from the Akron Beacon Journal, okay, you've got predictions made a hundred years ago about 2024. Some of these are kind of funny. Mm. Okay. Um, and weird and whatnot. So we can use that as a sort of guide to uh, recalling this year, this year, year. Years feel so less real to me as they as they keep piling on in a way. Makes sense. I guess it's just the thing where like time moves very differently. I guess. Yeah, yeah. As you age. Um. I guess it's more just that, yeah, like, the, they, it used to seem like something important, but then over time it's, like, less of a thing, so then that's what makes it feel like it's it's not real anymore. I think part of it is, uh, <clears throat> um, I guess, being, being, being a 90s kid as I am, a child of the early 80s to uh, through the 90s, like, the idea of, like, any year starting with 2-0, like, just seeming fake... Like that was that was a real like okay. phenomenon. I feel like for like sure, sure. people like people who grew up right before the the shift to the new millennium. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's some of that too. But yeah, twenty twenty three. It it meant something, didn't it, folks? Let's find out. <laughs> Where should we start? What do you think? Any preferences? Any ideas? I mean, this this Google thing, a lot of it is just, like, different uh, subcategories of, like, different, like, trends. I mean, war in Israel and Gaza is the number one news search next to Titanic submarine. Yeah. Okay. Hurricane Hillary. Hurricane Adalia. Idalia? I didn't even hear about that one. This top 10 list is really kind of depressing just to look at it in itself. <laughs> Number one is horrendous uh, violence that's happening. Two, like, I don't know, I guess two is kind of neither here nor there. It's like some rich people. I shouldn't say, I mean, it doesn't really matter that they're rich. I don't know why I say what you, that. Well, I mean, I guess, what's the problem with them being rich? I mean... <laughs> I'm not trying to say like the accident is less tragic because there may be like oh, okay. uh, abrasive uh, finance bros or whatever. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't even I don't even actually know what Angus Cloud was kind of a of fucked them. up one. That one was that was not Angus Cloud. He was pretty young mm. and on that show seemed like a he was not really like an actor. He was just like a dude. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know who that is. He was on um Euphoria? Oh yeah, he was Wait, hang on. <laughs> he was in the Titan submarine or he died? Oh, no, he died. I thought you were talking about the people who di- about the passing because you were saying a bunch of rich people that Well, died. I was speaking specifically of the the Titan, the Titan su- submarine okay, yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, but okay, I, I'm I, sorry. When you said number two, I thought you were talking about the number two list, not the number two on the news list. I'm sorry. That's what they're uh, That's all right. We've got a lot of moving moving pieces here. Um, but it's basically like war, tragedy, 
Tragedy, three's an earthquake. Hurricane four, Hurricane five, tragedy, tragedy. Hurricane six, tragedy. Seven, Maine shooting. Mm-hmm. Eight, Nashville shooting. I don't know what nine is referring to at all. Oh yeah, Do I don't you? know what that is. That seems it seems cool. Whatever it is. Uh, Chandrayaan three. It's got a thing that can let me look at it. The link does not explain it at all. The data, okay. So it hit pretty big in between like early September. It was primarily in India. Oh, wasn't there like a a building that collapsed or something in India? It's probably probably something horrible. Oh no! It was a space mission. It, uh, it was the it, this one was kind of a like an uplifting story, if or at least not a tragedy, if I remember. Oh, because they up they got uplifted into space. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the reason. Yes. Okay. It's is like the first like really significant, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, lunar exploration by the Indian space okay. research well, okay. organization. Obviously, gotta say Israel. it just. Obviously, yes, it's like probably the most lighthearted story on the list. It's probably good, but you got to say it. Indian Space Station. I know it smells crazy in there. Jesus Christ! And it's Give the it main. It's like Nick Mullen. Everybody, you got to say it. You know, it's it's like the thing. You know, for like a decade, where anytime someone said sixty nine, everyone had to say nice. It's the same thing. If Indian people yeah. come up, you got to say, "I know it smells crazy in there." Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's that's not so hot. Uh, Google, thanks, <laughs> but no thanks. Trendsless. So that's that's global global news search items. The actors is pretty good because it's like uh, Jeremy Renner, which I only think of him as like. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like jumping around. I should. I probably should. No, go ahead, man. Go but this ahead. is actually go like ahead. that's actually kind of a good one. Um, because it's like yeah, Jeremy, one, Renner, Jeremy Renner, who I only think of as like a joke from like people making fun of him, basically. Jenna Ortega, who I I think is the girl from Wednesday, but also could be the musician. I'm not sure. Um, it's it's the Wednesday girl, yeah. the scream girl. Ichikawa Inosuke, the fourth, I guess. I don't know who that is. Anyway, really, I I hate to say that, but I just I don't know a lot of actors, but I definitely don't know who that is. Um, yeah, I don't either. And then um, I pre- would presume a Japanese person. And then number four is Danny Math- Ma- Masterson, who's like, he didn't do anything. He's on this list for getting fucking canceled and like going to court for like rape, right? Like, he's not yeah, on this he- list for being an actor. So it's very funny to list him under the actors because he's not well, on I think this it's list. Just anyone's anyone whose profession who, who is actor is an actor, right? Searched. Yeah, Pedro Pascual, yeah. who like I think he won some awards and people were talking about him. He was very he was very hot this year um, as like a, he became a meme also of being like the one guy that you know um, like middle aged millennial girls were allowed to say was sexy and their boyfriend w- couldn't get mad at them or whatever for like a couple months there. That's that was his role. Then Jamie Foxx, another one where he's not on this list for acting. He's on this list because like doesn't he have like Alzheimer's or something like something bad. 
That's one I don't even know about. Yeah, I think, like, Jamie Foxx has some kind of disease. I think he has, like, Alzheimer's, and, like, people were saying, like, he's, like, losing his his faculties and shit, and uh, uh, that's why he's... Yeah, like, it looks like he had a stroke, maybe. Yeah. Uh, really top-related topic is stroke. Yeah. Real gumshoe work here. So it's, like, this actor's list is very funny that it has, like, people sprinkled in that are not on here for acting. Um, yeah, like Russell Brand, for example. Russell Brand is on here. Br- Brendan Fraser is on here for being a king. Everyone loves Brendan Fraser, obviously, and he's the way. I don't know who number nine is, and I've only learned recently, unfortunately, who number ten is. And Matt number Ryan. ten is, is like he's like a stand-up comedian, right? He's not even. He's really like, like a, he seems so annoying. Right. Sure. It's like a, a fake. Based thing. on the ten seconds of like a Netflix preview, I saw. He's another one special. that's like. Kind of just a meme, I think. He's on this list more from being a meme than from being a... An, oh, okay. This uh, Kira Ad, Advanti is a Indian actress. Um, she looks fine. Uh, let's see what she's been in. Why, 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 why were people talking about her this year? Maybe she was in that RRR movie, huh? Would that be it? No. She's in something called War 2? Um, no idea. Sounds well, like maybe she said said something controversial or something. Oh, maybe. is that what it is? Or she's just or she's just really popular in India. She might just be know. popular in India. Good for her. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Um, yeah, gotta check on uh, which one was it that it didn't? Oh, the other. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, maybe you know what that one could have been could be someone from that Squid Games, right? You would think someone from Squid Games would be on the list. That was popular. Was that this year or was that like last year? The Squid Games was like. It feels like Six even years longer ago? ago than last year, <laughs> like two years ago. Like Twelve years ago. Um, yeah. No, it was the same. I can't even remember now. Oh, fuck. Okay. It was, it was like ahead. two years ago. Um, Ichikawa uh, Inosuke was, uh, uh, was, he's on here because he pled guilty to assassinating his parents. <laughs> so fascinating yes so he's not on here for being an actor either uh he was a kabuki he was in kabuki films and huh. he did stage stuff but he assassinated his parents they use the word assassin that's what it says oh but then okay that was like a headline that maybe was mistranslated because now it says assisted suicide yeah that's a big difference it is it is <laughs> But this, yeah, this headline says assassinate. Okay, anyways. Assassinate doesn't, like just doesn't even sound I right a, in I, any context. I know, I know. But I think, uh, I think it was just a mistranslation because it was a Japanese news site. Um, right. Squid Game was two years ago, by the way. That's good. Last two falls ago. So anyways, um, this is where we're at now. I said this, I, I tweeted this out years ago at this point, but like, it is true that like, the, like, you know, I just watched Barbie last night. I think that came out this year, right? Like, America, yeah. we have a problem with, like, we don't have our own famous actors, really, that are famous for being actors. And, like, even our hot blondes now have to be from Australia. Like, we don't even make our own hot blondes anymore. Um, <laughs> so, like, imports. yeah, we have to import them. So, like, like, you look at this list and none of these, there's, like, two actors on here that are on here for acting. And the rest of them are on here for, like, real-life tragedies or because, like, people are laughing at them. Yeah, yeah. Even, even. I mean, Jenna Ortega is just, like, she's kind of became really popular. Sure. But she's partly, uh, 
I guess there's been some, you know, uncomfortable murmurs about her being like vocally, I don't know, whatever, pro-Palestinian, I guess. Put oh, no. Anti-genocide. She's canceled. Fuck that. Get this bitch off the well, list. Her, co- her, her co-star in the Scream movies, who I can't remember by name, uh, in the new Scream movies, the uh, the reboots or whatever. They're not even reboots. They're just continuations, actually. They just kept that thing going. They're, they're um, still making got, Scream movies? Yeah, I still watch them as well. <laughs> I kind of have fun with that. Sucks. Okay, it's good. It's good. Okay. The new, the new, the new one, like this. The third one was like really bad, and that may be what was like one of the last ones. Like people, maybe our general age watched, sure. and then like was like, okay, why would I ever watch one of these again? But you have to keep in mind who you're talking to. So I've seen none of them. I've seen zero screen <laughs> movies, but the idea that they're still making them seems insane to me. I mean, they, I think there were some couple, couple of dry. There was at least one long dry spell in there. Um, sure. But when the I remember the fourth one came out, and that was like ten years or so, something, maybe more after the third one, and they okay. seemed like they could, they re-embraced what made the first one good or something. I don't know, whatever. They're, they're dorky, stupid movies at the end of the day, but like, sure, I sure. think they're kind of fun. I don't mind them as a trashy good time at the movies. All right. Um, I'll give it to you. But yeah, her, like one of the main characters from these new ones, she got, she got the heave ho for not apologizing about her polit- her insane political views where she <laughs> opposes genocide. Okay. Um, and Jenna Ortega, I guess maybe she has more star power. They can't get rid of her that easily, but, um, anyway uh oh okay i was like sorry i was looking at the movies list and there was jawan on here and i couldn't figure out what the fuck it was so i searched (laughs) it furin movie so i searched it and it looked like a marvel movie that had vin diesel in it from the first poster that i looked at but then upon further inspection yeah it's a it's an indian movie and the guy on the poster is not vin diesel he just looks like him looks like like vin diesel with a beard so Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you want to hit next. Um, Korean food is, is the number one slot uh, in the recipe searches. Oh yeah, the bibimbap. <clears throat> Looking for some some bibimbap. Ah, um, scooped bagel. That's a meme. Like that's not even people are not searching that for, because <laughs> of food. They're searching that because. That became like a meme to be like, you got to scoop up the inside of your bagel or else you're going to be fat. Um, smelt. That's interesting that smelt is number 10 because I think I am. Um, I actually Googled smelt probably this year to like figure out exact. So I had like an idea of what it was, but I was like, I don't got to I want to look and really find out what this actually is. Um, I've had to remind myself of what smelt is. Yeah, <laughs> so that's their brother. <laughs> it's funny that it's like it's it's on the zeitgeist uh, that everyone is like. I mean, neither one of us should be embarrassed because yeah, obviously everyone is googling it at some point throughout the year to just be like, I I kind of know, but I need to just make sure that I know what I'm talking about here. So that's a good one. 
Um, that's the kind of stuff that really reminds you that, you know, we're all, we're all, we're all in this together, man. We're all just a big group of people trying to get through life, you know? We're all just spinning around on this big blue marble. Wondering what the fuck smelt is sometimes. Like, is it (laughs) fish eggs or is it grain? Is it a type of? Yeah. Well, I, I, okay. I'm not as confused as you then. Uh, I know that smelt (laughs) is a type of fish. No, no, I know. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, the context will throw you off sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if I even want to look into these further, but there's something called black cake, uh, coronation quiche. I'm guessing that has to do with the British coronation. Oh, it's president. President. Yeah. (laughs) The British. The British. (laughs) The the president who done wears a a crown, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the old, uh, the guy, the sausage fingers, you know. (laughs) The old timey president. Yeah. The uh, British Mitch McConnell. I think that's what we call him, British Mitch McConnell. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of funny that we have British Mitch McConnell and British Trump, and they're kind of opposites of each other. Uh, I just keep wanting to pronounce pasta fagioli in a problematic way, but I won't. I mean, you might as well. Well, now that I've said I want to do it. I mean, you kind of have to. No, the opposite. I should let it go. And okay, so right number three is that is that Papa D is that the the Papa John's, uh, the Papa John's Medea crossover. No, it's a uh, it's what he what they call the um the calzone. They call it a Papa Dia. Is that? Uh, is it? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I'm looking it up now. Oh. You are wrong, sir. It is a citrus fruit. Oh, okay. I was like, I was it was meant to be a joke. They have like they call the Papa they call it something. There's like I think that they do have like a Papa D it's spelled differently. That is a You're probably right. Papa it's probably P A P A then. Yeah. Papa Papa D. Yes, you are right. <laughs> yeah. So I was just making a joke that I thought that that was the other thing. Anyways. Um could be should be in a perfect world it would not be this <laughs> tropical asian fruit it would be this papa john's calzone hate calzone yeah. <laughs> covered in hate dusted in shack's jizz evil um evil which is what i call shack's jizz or the other mm-hmm. way around papadia <laughs> oh go ahead we're, we're really getting us an interesting sampling of the events of this year. When I look at the top songs of the year, oh yeah, I, that's where I was at. It's it it's such a it's such a cliche, but my god, this this is the kind of shit that makes one feel old. I don't feel old. Age. I feel upset. Like, why do people like this? Is all like this is? I mean, okay, a lot of I don't it's foreign know, music. Like, that's fine. Any of this? But I know who Shakira is. Why are there two? Imagine Dragon songs like Eminem. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is this is fucking brutal, dude. This is like really bad, bad. bad it stuff. looks brutal to me, but I just literally don't know what most of it is. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Foot- something wait. called Kill Bill. What's is that? What in is reference that? to the movie? I don't know. What is that under? It's uh, it's the song number seven. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, wait, no, I don't have number seven song for me is something else. 
<laughs> Beyond the Google Trends. Yeah. Year in Trends. Yeah, yeah. Number seven song here is uh, Until I Found You by Steven Sanchez. What? Yep. Uh, somehow I have a different list than you. <laughs> hum to search. Maybe. Oh, wait, this wait, is wait. Hum to search. Okay, no, hold no, on. No. There we go. Okay. Yes. Above above where yes, you were. Yes, yes. This is song. Okay, so that was Hum to Search, which is... That was the top songs. Oh, yes, Hums to Search. Actually, Kill- Hum to Search. That's a much better song. Kill that Kill Bill is actually a good song. All right. Well, you know more about c- contemporary music than me. I guess not I really. Any of that? Try that in a small <laughs> town. That was the um. That was the the oh god, that was the one that got in trouble because the music video and stuff. And also because the song itself sounded insanely racist. But the music video was shot like in front of a a church where they did like a lynching. And then the uh, message of the song is like, you know, don't be trying to do any of that Black Lives Matter stuff in my town. That was like the, the what the song is about. You don't know that one? That's what this Kill Bill song is no, about? No, that's Try That in a Small Town. That's number two, the Jason Aldean song. Oh, the fucking the ginger guy. That no, 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 no. That's a different guy. Oh Jesus! I see. I can't keep it all. This one, this one actually is good head. because I do. Okay, I think this. I, that ginger check. guy phenomenon sucked though. Yeah, no. it just, it just that decide. was Richmond, north of Richmond. That is number eight. Yeah. Oliver Anthony. That was repugnant. <laughs> yeah. Which Oliver Anthony? I didn't even. You know, I, I actually it was funny. Is I didn't even hear it. All I had to you do was see it? still. I just had to see still photos of that guy, and then I maybe I saw some of the lyrics like written in articles, but I never actually listened to it. Didn't I, got the I gist send of it you? And I was like, "Oh, go ahead." Oh, maybe I don't know. I think I sent I you a version of it that was being sung by a different singer, and it was like something you did, else. Uh, yeah. like the Billy Bragg. Yes, it was a Billy Bragg version. Um, but his, but his Billy Braggs was like you know the actual like like the leftist version. Yes, it was a different the song. fucking the the ginger guy. He he took the that idea of that song and turned it into this like I don't even know like what it was it like just like an openly a kind of conservative anthem or was it that kind of shit of like yeah. I don't like either party I'm a independent thinker it was that <laughs> even though at the end at the end of the day I'm voting GOP down the ballot mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was exactly it it was yeah it was a uh, little bit of a little switcheroo um but I do think I'm trying to think cuz okay Jason Aldean made that song and he got yelled at because it was racist and, and it was in front of a, a place where they did a lynching. But then I feel like after that, he then did a uh, collab song with a rapper that I thought was pretty good. I think that was, I think it was it, but now I'm having trouble finding it. And he did it like, as a, like, look, I'm not racist. I can do songs with black people. So that was pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, Good Thanks. lord, there was a that nineties show. Actually I think I heard about that, but it was sure. it was it was searched in the top eight number of times of TV shows. Huh. That seems depressing to me. That seems um, not correct. Also, I don't think that's true. I think you I honestly think you're making that up. <laughs> that it was a show. I don't think that that's was a show. That's the type of thing I would make up. Would. Um 
Alright, maybe the Google search things are... Let's take a look here at the good old Akron Beacon Journal. From World Peace to Extinct Horses, 100-year-old predictions about 2024. Um, let's see here. Well, we're finally here. Is this the future that you envisioned? Nearly 100 years ago, a group of visionaries dared to imagine what life would be like in 2024. Some of their prophecies fell woefully short, while others proved to be strangely accurate. Join us now as we gaze into that crystal ball from 1924. First, first one. A new era of peace. Thank you, Hollywood, for ending all war. <laughs> <laughs> Movie mogul D.W. Yes. Griffith, the director of Birth of a Nation, believed that motion pictures would help usher in a new era of peace. And he was correct. He said, quote, In the year 2024, the most important single thing which the cinema will have helped in a large way is to, accom to accomplish will be that of eliminating from the face of the civilized world all armed conflict. <laughs> no two countries that had the Barbie movie uh, as the box office number one film for a weekend have gone to war with each other. <laughs> That's a fact, Jack. Yep. Uh, it's a, also probably not true. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> um, or or they've just recently stopped being in war or ramping yeah. up to be in a war soon. Um. He goes on to say pictures, by which he means movies. <laughs> That's an old-timey way of talking. Yeah, people used to say that. Young listeners. They would say pictures, and they would mean moving pictures. It was short for Everything moving. was shortened to something else shorter. Uh, pictures will be the most powerful factor in bringing about this condition. With the use of the universal language of motion pictures, the true meaning of the brotherhood of man will have been established throughout the earth. Now, if you've ever heard about Birth of a Nation, <laughs> you might know that it's it's a, it's, a, it's a bit controversial in the modern day. Um, it's a very pro-slavery type of movie, pro-KKK. Uh, okay, so I always heard it was about heritage and not hate, but <laughs> wrong there. But that's what I thought. I believe the very end shot, because I, I, I didn't actually watch the whole thing. It's like super long. Um, but like, it was like an assignment for a film class I took once and it was like before the class you had started, watch all of Birth of a Nation. I watched like chunks of it and I was like fast forwarding a lot, but I did get to the end and I remember the ending scene being like just wild shit, just like Jesus Christ appearing in the sky and like blessing the Klansmen. <laughs> like, sure. At least that's what I remember. Hey, God loves uh, just, everyone. Okay, I, I could I could be mixing this up with my normal dreams. I've been sleeping a lot lately. Um, did you know one of the? I think actually one of the more interesting facts about that movie that I I found out not that long ago was that the clan didn't have really the pointy hat style outfit until after this movie, yeah, which depicts them that way. Yeah. So it was like they got their cues, their their fashion cues from D.W. Griffith's like imagination of what the clan should be sporting yeah. uh, after cool. Memorial Day or whatever people say. Mm -hmm. So that's a funny prediction. I mean, do I need to say why? 
a, a lot of a lot of uh, warfare occurred between in the last uh, hundred years, we'll say. Yeah. So the the imagine the the way that they're kind of like talking about like what cinema will do is kind of the way people have idealized the internet. Like sure. it will like demo- it will democratize society from the bottom up or whatever. Like yeah. they were saying, like you can you can learn learn about Je- you can learn that Japanese people are human <laughs> by watching movies. Whoa. It's almost basically what it says here. Through the magic of movies, British citizens would learn that Japanese people were kindred souls, and French nationals would discover that Americans shared their values and ideals. It is not to be presumed that I believe 100 years from now the pictures will have had time to educate the masses away from discord and unharmony. Okay, so you're going back on your whole prediction then, mm-hmm. huh? He's what I do mean to bet. say is... <laughs> what I do mean to say is, by that time, war, if there is such a thing, if will be waged on a strictly scientific basis with the element of physical destruction done away with entirely. Double wrong, uh-huh. Mr. That's Griffith. what's been going on in the uh, <laughs> the Middle East and European conflicts we have going scientific on. Scientific warfare. <laughs> it's been very scientific. It's been... The, the, using... I, the destruction is a thing of the past. <laughs> destruction is so over... Yeah, and then there was like there's another guy who predicted like the flip side of that, like uh, things are going to be really scary <laughs> because of uh, abilities like nuclear weapons and so on. Sure. Um, um, okay. No, no, you go. Oh no, I was gonna I was gonna pivot, but uh, I don't know if you want to continue. I mean, I'm I'm done talking about that. I, I'm just kind of scrolling through this. This. Well, list you mentioned. The, them like thinking that you know the way that people talk now about the internet and i saw an article down here in the miscellaneous that kind of i think pinged off of that which was and it kind of looks like there's like a a chunk here of articles that probably should go in line but i unfortunately just like jumped into the middle which is millennials have no riz on the internet anymore which i do <laughs> like i do like the wording of that millennials they ain't got no riz on the internets no more um, yeah, and, uh, it's just talking Millennials about... have not any riz. Yes, have you no riz? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, looking through it, it's just like, it's the, it's obviously written by like, I don't know, this person, their name is very weird, uh, Katie Notopopoulos, um... Some Greek, Greek broad. And she looks... Um, I always like to point out when our articles are coming from Business Insider, so yes. I just have to say, this is uh, for Business Insider... But you look at it and like the vibe of the, it's just like completely like I'm old. And that means that everybody my age also can't keep up with this stuff. Cause I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't know. I'm pretty firmly a millennial, but it's like saying like this, the zoomer internet is so fucking crazy. They got celebrities you never heard of like Kai Sinat. And I'm like, I know who that is. The slang is in, impenetrable gat, and I'm like, I know what that is. And the new formats are impossible. GWM, which is just get ready with me. They just people just put outfits on. It's actually a really uh, a, a a good uh, format for posting online if you're um, interested in seeing people who start their video out in their underwear. So just a FYI, if you're wondering where to find that, look for the GRWM. <laughs> get ready with me. TikTok videos. But yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, but just because you're getting old does not mean that all millennials aren't cool on the internet anymore. Like, you just can't keep up yeah, people with do very simp- like simple stuff. Generalize. 
yeah. generationally. I mean, I I will say on the like, I did not know any of those things that you just referenced, but I also I don't think that it's insane that people could know. I think that yeah. Millennials if you really care, it. you it's can find easy. out anything. We have the fucking internet. Like you just you just pop on the internet yeah. and watch stuff for like a couple minutes, and then you like understand it. Like what these people do is they like look at it for two seconds and then go like, "I don't get it," and it's bad. Like that's their interaction with this stuff, you know. And it's like, oh, you are just getting like incredibly old. I have, I think I've referenced it maybe on this podcast, maybe not. Um, but like, I do a lot of times think that one of the th- weird things that keeps me young and like, you can laugh cause it's a entertainment form for babies is watching wrestling because it changes so much and it cycles quickly to where you always, if you want to keep up with it, you have to just like accept the new thing or else you turn into a weird old man. Who's like, I'm only going to watch the old stuff that I liked when I was a kid, you know? <laughs> and so like, I've been doing that with the media that I consume my entire life cause it cycles so much faster than like other entertainment because you can't like abuse drugs and steroids and fall on your head for a living for very long. So like the, the, the performers ha- disappear and have very short lifespans, like literally and figuratively professional and outside actually dying. So yeah, you have to just accept new people constantly. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's very funny to watch as these people get old and they can't deal with stuff changing. Um, but as I said, it does seem like this was like a chunk of articles cause there is like, uh, opinion dear boomers here's what gen z conservatives want you to know and then also like uh which that has got to be fun that i didn't even realize it said gen z conservatives now i'm like oh yeah that's a fun article i bet um and then the nobody knows what's going on what's happening online anymore which i i bet there's something interesting there yeah i mean i, I don't i don't remember if there is or not yeah i feel, I feel like there's a couple of like Gen Z is doing this. Gen, yeah. Gen Z is scamming companies out of billions each year with yes. staggering rates of friendly fraud. Which is just, then, you know, that's, I know that that's all they're saying is like, uh, when you tell Amazon that something didn't come or it's broken and yeah. then they just send you a new one or, you know, doing the self checkout, like you don't scan everything or you, you, you know, use a fake sticker from bananas for electronics or, you know, whatever, like that kind of stuff. And it's like, I mean, you say that they're scamming them out of billions, but like, what you really should be saying is like, you know, companies trying to, uh, you know, uh, like get rid of employees and not pay wages to employees have not perfected the system to protect their goods. Like, is all that you're really saying. Like, what's really happening there is not that these people are like doing friendly fraud and scamming them out of billions. It's like these companies are trying to come up with these ways of like, building new systems and basically just putting everyone out of business and uh they don't they haven't perfected their systems yet and they're getting taken advantage of handful of companies have gun held to entire globe's head yeah yeah be a better better uh consumer clickbait yeah be a better consumer damn it that's what the companies are saying i mean that i mean is doom spending being a good consumer that's the other article that connects uh To, to Gen Z's play, I guess it's not just Gen Z either. It's uh, right. I don't know. I feel like yeah, people basically like not being um, fiscally responsible. I guess is sure. What, like I don't know. It's just got a new word now because people people are just what even more bleak about the how guaranteed the future is. <laughs> this so I clicked on the um. 
the you know Gen Z conservatives ones, which it's got a lot of texture. It feels like it might be, it might have been worthwhile to like go through this, but I don't feel like it because this is the end of the year podcast. We're taking it easy. Um, <laughs> but on the side, it has uh, the debate, and it's like two articles that are like I guess a debate in article form against each other. And the first one is by David Ferris, and it says, "Why twenty twenty four could totally rule with an uh, exclamation point." And the guy kind of looks like uh, you know kind of a, a tech lib kind of dork guy. Um, and then the underneath it written by Dan Perry is a uh, 24 is another year of living dangerously. And that's uh, I'm just like, <laughs> I like this. I like this debate. I like Newsweek presenting these guys as like, and they definitely picked out headshots of them where they look very uh, diametrically opposed. You know, um, the, the other guy looks like maybe, Slightly younger Anthony Cumia, who got a different kind of plastic surgery, and then the other guy looks, yeah, like he could be like you know a producer. Uh, yeah, why twenty twenty four could totally rule. He, he looks like he's wearing like Groucho glasses, but sure. it's just just his face. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I do. I like this. I like the the debate being set up. I just really like twenty twenty four and the guy. Another year of living dangerously. I'm just like hell yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah, brother, get it. Guy looks like he parties, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Dan Perry. Dan Perry. I'm down with Dan Perry. We'll, we'll have to read one of his articles someday. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, read the, we'll do the debate yeah. word for word next time. I like this one. Why uh, DeSantis came up short. And like, that's a, you know, you know that that's a, what you're doing there. That's a comedy headline. <laughs> he came up short because he wasn't wearing his boots. The, every, every, um, like headline I've seen about him lately has made me think he's officially uh, cashed out. Oh yeah, but he hasn't, right? Or has he? Oh, you mean like he stepped out of, like he stopped running? No, he's still yeah. no, technically he's still, he's in, still it, in it. But, but like, I mean, nobody's really in it. Like it's Trump, and then nobody. Like everyone else is like a joke. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's Nikki funny because it, like it hasn't even really slavery s- doesn't exist or something. And yeah. Now, her, now maybe her even. Even that's that's a bridge too far, right? Um, it's funny because like none of it has even started and it's already all over. <laughs> like you know what I mean? They haven't even started any of the the. Because um, they get started so fucking early. I know. Like I, I they ran like out of saying, Yeah, I'm sure some more bullshit will pop up. I don't know. Apparently, Trump's off the ballot in two states now. Ah, uh, but not really because they they the Supreme Court made a stay on the the Colorado thing. So until they make a decision, they have to put him on the ballot right now. But yeah. And then anyway. I thought I saw that he was taken off in Maine, but I don't know. It'll probably really be if if that's true. I don't know. It, I would assume that they'd probably do the same thing where they would say that it's under revisement and you can't take any action yet. Want to get back to some of these urine lists? What do you think? <laughs> Sounds like urine lists. Twenty twenty three urine review Let's see. from Britannica. I don't even know what that. I don't. Even, I really don't even know what this means. What is this? What? 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 The Britannica it, it, urine review. It's just a just a timeline. Oh, okay. Scroll down. It starts with the funeral of Pope Benedict the sixteenth. Nice. I had to think about the Roman numerals there for a second, which I forgot happened. I figured he was already dead. Um, I. Didn't even know that we were still doing popes. I thought we got rid of them a few years ago. <laughs> so okay, cool. Well, I mean, they're trans now, so they might as well not be popes anymore. Um, the one who died, this one right here, this was the Nazi one, right? That was the Hitler Youth Pope. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. 
Doomsday Clock advances like it has been doing like every year that. since they started that shit. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. People were saying that. Like, I was like a big deal. I people were really talking that up. They're like, oh, the Doomsday Clock, it's bad, folks. We're going to die. It does look worse every year that I've ever followed it. True. Um, it's now 90 seconds to midnight. It's, yeah. That's good. It's hard to say exactly what that means without looking it up, but it means we're close, people. Yeah, I don't know. This this It's got some stuff on Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump, Taylor Swift. Harry Belafonte. It really, it really makes it really makes the like the the content of the year seem really kind of just nothing. Shitty yeah. nothingness. It's like uh SpaceX, all of April, all they have for April is SpaceX mm-hmm. launched a rocket that then exploded in the It air. unscrewed. Like, you know? Yeah, it successfully launched, uh-huh. but then exploded. Sure. Hurrah. Hur- hur- that, that is kind um, of a weird language there, because it is like, okay, well, like, how did it successfully launch if it exploded? That doesn't sound successful, but, you know. Well, I guess I guess you could say it's, it's be, if it gets off the ground at all, it did launch. Fair. All right, But fine. yeah. No, um, I mean, no, you're right. That's what I'm saying is, like, they're... they're <laughs> They're just like grasping at straws, and I guess they're not saying they're not writing only what they consider good news, but sure, yeah. This there was, was the writer strike. That was I mean, the uh, sorry that that I think right that rocket was where then Musk said the like uh, spontaneous unplanned disassembly or whatever. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, that was his like. Mean, By which I mean, it sounds wrong. <laughs> it sounds stupid. Yeah, that was his cover. His cover story, and then he tried to present it like that was oh that's a thing you know we want that we want that to happen yeah it's good. <laughs> we like it's when they explode. spontaneous disassembly when yeah. my shit explodes yep. yeah uh, there was the writer's strike which was I guess successful right skipped over I mean, Harry Belafonte got... I mean that was a that was a big deal it was pretty rude of me yeah. uh, Harry Belafonte passed R.I.P. comrade um. India is now the most populous country. You know, th- you know the line. Oh, right. I, I don't bet, have to say it. Anyway. I bet it smells yep. yummy. <laughs> Tina Turner, who I sort of also thought was already dead. Sure, why not? Yeah. Cormac McCarthy. Shout Another outs. To, shout outs to Cormac. He he made it to ninety something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he he his his words are part of the opening of this podcast. Yeah. So special shout out to Cormac McCarthy, writer I'm a fan of. Uh, of course, there was Barbenheimer. <laughs> Something was... about how like that that like I looked at like a few of these lists, and so of course there's like a lot of overlap on all these lists. Right, right. And the, one of the most like persistent, consistent things was. Oppenheimer and Barbie being like this cultural moment or whatever. Hey, yeah, I guess it was. You <laughs> Which know? I, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not like against either movie. I still haven't seen Barbie. Like, I liked Oppenheimer fine. I need to probably should, probably should re- rewatch it. But I don't know. Just something about the like the cutesiness of the whole thing. But whatever. People got to do something when it's 90 seconds to midnight on the Doomsday Clock. Sure, so. Sure. Have your fun with your movies. <laughs> Enjoy. I didn't. I watched the Barbie movie and it wasn't very good. I, I didn't see Oppenheimer. I'm sure it's much better. 
I've heard I've heard the Barbie movies quite fun actually, but uh, yeah, I don't know. it felt lazy. It felt really felt it felt forced and lazy to me. I mean, whatever. That's not the point, right? That's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> what to rip on Greta Gerwig? No, just to talk about movies that I saw recently. <laughs> that have no. I mean, I guess they have cultural relevance because we're talking about the year. But if we really wanted to do it, I should have watched the other one too. You know, <laughs> Hawaii was devastated by fire. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was probably not. That good. was a thing. Right after that, there was horrendous flooding in Libya, which, like some of it at least, could be traced back to the uh, horrific destabilization of that country. That uh, Hill Dog oversaw back in the good old days. Yeah. The before times where everything was right and true. Greta Gerwig looks kind of uncanny. Like, like she just looks, maybe she looks a little bit like AI or something. I kind of knew what she looked like, but I kind of forgot. So I Googled her right now, looking at pictures of her. And like, she just kind of, she kind of looks like slightly off. Like she look. I think that's probably why she's a director instead. But like, she kind of looks like an actress who like, just is like you know would be like a B or C level actress, and so instead she became like a, a director, I guess. But well, that's what she. I mean, she wasn't. I mean, she still is an actress too. But um, is she? I mean, is she? What has yeah, she been in? She did. She did tons. She did tons of. She was like the queen of mumblecore. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, you know, that's uh, what I'm saying. or whatever that shit was. Um, but that, yeah. but that was like. I don't think she directed anything until like. Recently, the ladybird like, ladder. Yeah, I think that yeah. might be her first. Yeah, but she's and she's she's married to a famous director as well. Yeah. I don't, um, okay, now I'm like, no, I, I mean, what I know what you mean. She, like, I guess she was in a lot of movies. I don't really remember the names. Uh, no, she was in a good amount of movies here. I don't know where you get the Queen of Mumblecore though. I mean, she wasn't in. Yeah, maybe I guess not. She was in the Francis Ha movie, so that's probably. I mean, I think even before that, she did all these indie movies where that yeah. became like the coined like subgenre, which Fair. I never was into. So I don't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head the names right, right. of those movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You're right. You're right. But yeah, she just. I mean, she looks exactly like what she is, which is perfect. She's like a indie film star, but never like would never be like a, an A list actress. Well, yeah, it's like woman who is like essentially like conventionally attractive, like right in the middle or whatever. But then like she has something slightly off to where the the <laughs> yeah she's like quirky. the little the little the little the little indie film boys can still like fall in love. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, um, that's, that's... she she's different. She's not. You know, oh, she was in um, Arthur, the 2011 film Arthur. Starring a uh, noted good dude Russell Brand, who did clear his name, by the way. He's not. He didn't do anything. He would. He never got in trouble. You know. I didn't really look into it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know. I just. I heard that it was all like like kind of old accusations that had already been publicized and like forgotten about. Right. That was just basically what I sure. overheard. Anyway, but. I think Arthur. I tried to watch that movie in the theater when it came out. And then, like, walked out. Big Russell Brand fan. Like, walked out, I think, because the theater next door was showing, like, Godzilla or something, and it was too loud, so it made it, like, impossible to focus on the movie. Um, so it just left. But uh, I probably wouldn't have liked it. I think I was trying to see it with somebody else. Um, but anyway. 
She was in that. I didn't realize. So maybe I'll check that out. Maybe we can watch that for next week's episode. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later. Sure. <laughs> Speaking of Arthur, going back to this hundred-year-old predictions oh, yeah. page, if the if you go up towards the top again, this one's beneath the atom bomb exploding picture. Sure, sure. This is a growing problem. Gotcha. Arthur Dean. That's what I call parental. <laughs> Arthur Dean, whose parental <laughs> advice column appeared in newspapers across the country, expressed concerns about American dietary habits. Quote, I sometimes wonder what our stomachs will look like and will be like a hundred years from now, he wrote. Will we have any teeth at all? Will there be any color on our face except paint? Will the, will the men have any height to speak of or will they be all girth? Will people have mostly an east and west appearance, all latitude and lassitude and no longitude? Okay. <laughs> what a... What Arthur a, Spitten, for real. Yeah, he sounds like a real funny quack. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to... I mean, because this is like old-timey from 100 years ago, it's like he could have been sort of serious about this, but it seems like he's kind of having a, a laugh. He's being... You think he's, he's being cheeky? Like, uh, be, he's being extreme to make a point, right? I mean, he can't sure. can't be a, a man of science and think that we're going to evolve to evolve in a hundred years to have no teeth and no right. no skin, just paint for for faces. Yeah, right. I still kind of like the the wording of it. Will men have any height to speak of, or will they be all girth? All girth, baby. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, there's that one episode you came on as a guest where we we kept talking about jazz like it was like the hysteria of the sure. jazz age uh-huh looks like there was some of that here in this prediction okay um, they're talking about jizz music the article yeah jizz, all that jizz uh while some u.s religious leaders blamed jazz jizz for promoting immor- immorality among youths russian classical violinist paul Kochansky defended the syncopated music. Oh, this is defense of jazz from a classicist, a classical violinist. Nice. Jazz music is a powerful force for development of music in America, and in a hundred years will be accepted as classical. I cannot imagine how anyone can say that our American jazz music, that your American jazz music is a destructive force. I consider such a statement as being wholly ridiculous. I mean, this is the most accurate prediction so far, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jazz I mean, is, the other one was is considered absolutely absolutely square. Like you, like mm. nerds play in jazz bands now at school. Yeah. Um, some guy thought that horses would be obsolete by now, which I thought was kind of funny. Well, I this, mean, they this are more. Well, okay, they're obsolete in the sense, of, like for like utility for most people. Although you know, little pockets of the world still probably rely on the horse for. Anyway, um, he thinks that they'd be on extinction. He's saying they'd be they would be extinct by twenty twenty four, right? Because they would be have no like u- utilitarian use. He says the daily tractor and. Daily, the tractor and the automobile are taking the place of the horse in rural life. As the usefulness of the horse passes, so will the necessity for his existence. Right. 
He said, he said, he said, you might find them in zoos, but you will not find them. And I am sure you will not find them anywhere else. Yeah. Which, I mean, the thing about it is that, like, he's not wrong. And then they wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the fact that, like, I never thought about this before, but basically horses are like, uh, like records, like horse people are like record collectors. It's just like outdated tech that people are refusing to let go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess there are still some wild horses in the world, but I guess not many. But yeah, but (laughs) I think obviously what he didn't take into account is that people would have like, that there would be such beings as horse girls and so on. People who really love horses. Right. Which again, they're just like uh, obsessives. They're just, you know, hobbyists who have like a a weird predilection for them, but not really like a need for them. A necessity. The girl of tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so there was some predictions that women would be girl bosses by by about now. Okay, well, nailed it. Um, Got that women, one right. And we have first female charge. president. Did anyone say we that? Will, we'll have a woman president? Yes, actually. This okay. guy, Frank L. Ferraro, nailed it. mapped out a cl- clear vision of the future. He said, has anyone ever stopped to think how this country will be in a hundred years from now? Just imagine, we will have a woman president, woman politicians, and police. Two out of three ain't bad. As women will occupy all the highest positions, naturally men will be compelled to do all the labor. Those who are not physically fit for such arduous jobs will have to stay home and wait on the babies or mind the pets. Or play video games, bro. We couldn't have imagined. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Then we will have an entire, sorry, then we will have an army entirely of women, so that in case of war, women will do all the fighting. Parentheses, believe me, they can fight, too. This guy was just, this guy had a fetish for being a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. It sounds like. He wanted to be a uh, an OnlyFans husband. He was uh, before his time. <laughs> an OnlyFans. I'm a stay-at-home OnlyFans husband. <laughs> I have to clean the fuck machine. <laughs> That's my chores. <laughs> clean the fuck machine. We've all been there. It's just part of life. Oh no, I fucked the clean machine and cleaned the fuck machine. Wait, that's what you're supposed to do. Wait, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 but <clears throat> not... The first, okay, yeah. You did the first one um, instead of the second one, is what you're supposed to say. Yeah. Oh, you unplugged. That's the, I mean, that's the quickest anyone's ever fucked the clean machine, so congrats. Um, <laughs> Biden has blunt four, it was Joe Biden has blunt four words, but I was reading it in my head when I first saw it. Just Joe Biden <laughs> smokes four blunts, and I was like, hell yeah, that's my president. Um, he's commander in chief, if you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, all right. Well, I found this on the list. It was it's a tweet from pushing Biden left, holding Biden accountable at the moment. Did you you got this one? And it's uh, uh, UN delays vote calling for Gaza ceasefire as U.S. objects to resolution wording and uh, our. Our Twitter oh, account right, buddy right. here says this is the equivalent of while pouring uh, buckets of water on top of drowning children, also 
stalling the people trying to throw them some life jackets. It's a pretty um, apt description and a nice visual to think about. Um, yeah. yeah, because like they they were they were stalling this this resolution by saying that they wanted they were just like splicing like ter- terminology. They were like. Uh, we cannot support a reference to, quote, cessation of hostilities, but might, we might accept a call for, quote, suspension of hostilities. So, instead of cessation of hostilities, suspension of hostilities, they, they can't even commit to a cessation. That's like, that's too permanent sounding. (laughs) So, fucking sick. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely maddening, but uh, but yeah, like I said, the um, the analogy, I think that that analogy really sings, because <laughs> yeah, it's just the idea of someone pouring buckets of water on children that are that are drowning, and not that's not enough. You've also got to stop the people who are trying to help the kids. <laughs> oh. All right. Did you see this shit with uh, the number one threat to Trump, Nikki Haley? Yes. She she said. That it was it was obvious that Russia is behind October seventh because that is also Putin's birthday. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that's, that. That's the, the long and the short of it. I mean, that's basically what she she's basically at some town hall, and there was just like silence and like uncomfortable coughing as she like paused for like effect, you know? Sure. She's like. Who's more happy about this war than Vladimir Putin, the devil himself, whose birthday, ha ha, just so happens to be October 7th. <laughs> um, Perfect timing. Killer reasoning there. Haley Nimrata, I think that was her real name. She said something else stupid that's maybe going to be the end of her campaign as well, uh, which I guess I already referenced. She was asked like what the cause of the civil war was, uh, and like she wouldn't say the word slavery. I but I guess she like walked that back somehow, which I didn't really even look into. But it's all it's all stupid bullshit. Yeah. But it did remind me of the Simpsons bit where Apu, non-controversial character Apu, mm-hmm. is trying to get citizenship. And uh, he's like sitting in like the interview or whatever. And they're like, what are the major causes of the Civil War? And he starts like rattling off this like encyclopedia style answer that's like very detailed. And the guy just stops him and is like, just say slavery. Slavery it is. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, but regardless of that. Uh, Sure. Her, her, her being like her finding it difficult to just say the, like the really non-controversial point, like that. Even yeah, I don't know. She's dumb, folks. <laughs> what else can I say? Speaking of other stupid people, uh, Kamala Harris, she sparked outrage with a Kwanzaa message. I feel like this. I don't know why. I feel like this ha- must happen every year around this time. Um, Somebody gets outraged about the mention of Kwanzaa. No, but it's not that it happens every year. But it's happened like every three and a half weeks since Kamala Harris has been president, and people do wonder why she constantly 
feels the need to talk about Kwanzaa when it's not that you know the time of year, but she does. Um, and yeah, people have been getting upset about it quite a bit for the entire three years. Three years? Has Biden been president for three years? Two years? Two and a half years? I don't even know anymore. Well, January 2021, so... I guess three yeah, years. almost three. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Kamal, that's like the only thing she talks about. I don't... People stop paying attention because she's always sounds insanely barred out and she's off that red wine. But, uh... She just, she gets into the, her little thing, she just laughs, she goes, uh, so Kwanzaa, it's like, uh, it's candles, but then there's also, <laughs> that's her, that's what she's doing half the time. Anyways, let's talk about this time. What was this Kwanzaa message from Kamala Harris that made people so outraged? She said, growing up, Kwanzaa was always a special time where we would come together to celebrate culture, community, and family. This was a post on Twitter. She continued by saying, sending my warmest wishes to all who are celebrating in the United States and around the world. May your days be filled with love and light. Outrageous. Unacceptable. Yeah, I don't know. She said something about Christmas to whatever. Just morons be moroning. Sure. <laughs> um, it's pretty good that she's like, we celebrated Kwanzaa every year, also Christmas. And then now my husband's Jewish, so we we're doing Hanukkah, too. My kids. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Isn't it? Isn't it suspicious that they've downed? Or at least this article has not made mention of sure. anything about. Sure. No, they must have like made a. They must have made a huge thing about like Hanukkah. Oh, there there was at the White House, but I didn't. I didn't see anything with the the vice and the first gentleman. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they cashed in on that the way what, they're supposed to. It, well, what's PR approved way. What's her? Her husband's name is Jack M. Off. <laughs> close, close. Oh, yeah. I thought it. I thought that was it. It would be great if the, if there was a son named Jack. Yeah. Just he was. Yeah. Uh, that'd be the best name I've ever seen since <laughs> I saw the, the word. I saw the name on a on a gravestone. Edmund P. Dot. Enos. <laughs> E-N-I-S. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. In loving memory of Edmund oh, Enos. <laughs> Why? This, Why this would the people like who so... made the gravestone do that? <laughs> like, Yeah, I know. I, 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 can't, I mean, this is so long. This was like in high school when I saw this thing. But uh, yeah. I wish I could remember like what the what the years were on it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Oh, because oh, even might've... if it even if it was like three hundred years old, it's like you still know what the word penis is. Yeah. Like I was, that's exactly what, what I was going to say. It's like oh, and for well, some reason I... he died in like nineteen twenty. That was before they invented penises. Like yeah, right. Not... <laughs> for some some reason I uh, I remember that it was like it was like I'm probably just imagining, but. That it was like a kid too, like it was like God, oh, no. the parents to their doing this to their poor kid. Well, I mean that would make more sense. <laughs> In okay, a way, weird because way. Yeah. because they named him that, knowing that you know what I mean. Like if the parents named you Edmund Penis, they did it <laughs> on purpose because they're fuckers, and like of Edward. course they're gonna be like. We got to commit to the bit on the gravestone. If it was like your kids or your grandkids, you would be like, they're not committed to the bit. They'd be like, why would they put that? You know? And then there's the great um, 
porn parody of the gravestone at Edward P. Edith's hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I feel like that, that, that uh, porn has been referenced like way more than I ever expected it to be after like seeing someone like had it as like a joke in their house. Ed, sure. Edward penis hands. I'm talking about. Sure. Sure. I mean, why I wouldn't look, it look? Why, his his hands are are, are dildos. Ah, I mean, that makes sense. A series a series of dildos. A series of like each finger. Like there's like okay. multiple blades, like with the scissors. Sure, sure. Multiple d- pen- replace peni? the blade <laughs> with some peni. Um, oh, I I could definitely take some pasta. Um, where are we at? So okay, so Kamala. So basically, Kamala's family they celebrate every holiday because. Do they have like a Christmas in India? Do they have Indian Christmas? Is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, I think mostly Hindu folks, but I don't know. I'm sure there's some Christians that celebrate in India. Okay, there's Indian Christmas song meme, sleigh ride, <laughs> Indian Christmas remix. So, Vindaloo sing. That's pretty good. Um. So yeah, it seems like there's something. There's some kind of in- oh wait, these are Native Americans actually. Um, anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. Maybe we can find some kind of Indian Christmas, and then she can do that as well. And then we can do this here land acknowledgement. I'm gonna oh, go back yeah. to the predictions here for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. This uh, has kind of been the best thing of the the like urine lists. <laughs> well, okay. This person, British politician just predicted that life expectancy would be higher. He said oh, at least do fucking do. Yeah, so they're going to invent medicine and, and reasons to want to live it, like tasty treats. Like the other guy, it's the, also good. Well, it's just wrong. Cause he says a person at 75 would be comparatively, uh, well, okay. Comparatively young, but like, I mean, I don't know what the life expectancy in America was in 1924. I could look it up, but I probably won't. Okay. But um I don't know. So maybe that was a very good one to read. Sure. Let's see. Archibald M. Low, as in like P. Enos, M. Low, a British scientist, imagined something that sounded eerily like the internet in his nineteen twenty four book, Wireless Possibilities. <laughs> Doubtless in the future we shall be able to sign our checks by the rapid transmission of motion. We shall be able to trace criminals and send out their fingerprints. Even the fingerprint technology at that time must have been pretty new, I feel like. And carry on the very many classes of business which at present require our bodily attention. In other words, you're going to be working from home. Everyone loves working from home in that, in 2024. Nobody yeah. has any problem with it. Okay, check this one out. It says, muff-toting men? Yes. <laughs> I can't even understand what the fuck... This is inscrutable. Like, it's another... I don't know what that means. And what this person means by it. And then the part... Like, the actual little article never explains anything. It's fucking... Yeah, this is just... I don't know. This is like ramblings of a madman. I don't know why they even put this in. (laughs) I think, like, a muffler is, like, not far apart. Um... It's like a piece of clothing, right? It's like, uh, I don't know. Now I'm just going to search muff. 
So you're not going to find anything lady? good. People also ask, what is a lady's buff? Because it's like, okay, in the beginning, it's like, bootlegging influence is shown, is shown in great fullness about the hips to the garments of both sexes. Okay, so they're saying... Yeah. This is the yeah. This is the hand warmer. That's what I was. That's what I thought. Men are wearing big pants because of bootlegging. Men and women are wearing big pants to hide drinks in their pants. Yes. Okay. Then, since anti-cigarette legislation spread from Utah and Indiana over the whole country, many shops have been showing garments with police-proof pockets. So places to hide your pockets. cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically. People are drinking and smoking, like cool. But people. they're hiding it, like real, real cool guys. They're hiding it because yeah. they don't want to go to jail. Sure. Um, but then it's also the demasculinization. <laughs> okay. The shit that the shit that you can get you a whole career on YouTube to bitch about now. The, yeah, this uh, doesn't make like what? Okay, so then guys are just gonna have hand warmers, but they're gonna be using them to like have be hiding bourbon and cigarettes so they're actually being cool so what's the problem here well then after that it's saying that they're gonna be real fruity in their fashion sense they're gonna have feathers on their muffs bracelet watches decorate with bang decorated with bangles or small vanity case attached remain in vogue men are also to be seen on fifth avenue carrying muffs of swans down trimmed with peacock feathers and bird of paradise plumes Okay, I did notice for the first time, though, having read this once before, that this was a knowingly satirical piece of writing back in nineteen in nineteen twenty four. Okay, but in the Fresno Bee. It, but but still, what's the like? What's the point of this? I don't even know why this is I in think, here. Because <laughs> it's like, just a weird prediction somebody made about what will happen in a hundred years. I'm like the only thing I can see here that I just like just pinged in my head is like that they're being like they're. I even hate to say this, but like it's kind of being like cheekily being like gender bending, like being like men are going to dress like women, like and be like this is like saying like someone predicted being trans or something. Like, I don't even know what the fuck this is supposed to like why this is in here. But yeah, whatever, because most of the rest of them, it's like either like, oh, isn't this a funny whiff or like, isn't this insanely prescient? And then that, that's why I said, like, this one is just, like, psychotic ramblings of a madman. It doesn't fit <laughs> with the theme of the rest of the article. I mean, they're also trying to say that they think that Prohibition will survive much longer than it did. Yeah, Prohibition for another hundred years. And, yeah, the thing about, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, I don't think it's even going the route of, like, men are going to become, like, I don't know, big femme pussies in the future i think they're just like the future's gonna be weird <laughs> like men are gonna be we wearing like peacock feathers <laughs> sure i don't know one doctor said we need to limit births oh i don't agree with that i also think that uh we kind of handled that on our own we didn't need to right <laughs> we didn't need, we, we're all kind of we're not doing we're not we're done we're not doing that anymore and then the real reason why is because everything got switched to online dating. And as we proved earlier, millennials ain't got no riz online. So that's why <laughs> none of us are having babies because we can't even can't even get partners because we ain't got no riz. Yeah. And there were some other. So then there's just like this grouping of what are called knee slappers from 1924. 
Which had a very different meaning back then. It was a term for abusing your child. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were just as high as my knees. And I slapped you. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so one guy, this is, see, this is more people like trying to intentionally to be funny, which makes it not funny, right? Right. Um, right. Malcolm Facet predicted that, quote, milk will be served because uh, cost of living will be so high in 100 years. Mm-hmm. Milk will be served with a medicine dropper, and an egg will be the price of a woman's love. <laughs> Actually, that's not so bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> kind of like I mean, that. it's basically free. Um, Turn of phrase. <laughs> or it's uh, absolutely impossible because, again, like I said, ain't got no riz, so you've never had a woman's love, so it has no... And I, only, guess, uh, it, I guess you have to pay for it. And only fans that uh, run on uh, egg-based t- right. tokens... Egg-based NFTs. <clears throat> okay. Um, where's that stupid time? Hold on, are any of these good? I guess, yeah, they're all meant to be funny, so it's not good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going through this year chronologically is kind of a This bummer. year sucks. That was, <laughs> um, that was a bad one. It's just a uh, mass shooting milestone. Hey! Good job. Number of mass shootings in the United States this year reaches a new all-time high. Okay, can we talk about Jeez. something a little bit less depressing, like uh, AI-created viral influencers are stealing business from humans? That's a little bit less. No, um, Donald Trump Jr. wants to see Alex Jones' father in White House. What? Oh, in Father's White House. <laughs> okay, Donald Trump Jr. wants Alex Jones, what, to, like, officially be a part of the, the, the administration on the second yeah, term? Yeah, I mean, why the, the fuck not? To be the... To, to be the press secretary, That'd be like good. he's, he, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, um, that work. What's the difference? Whoever's going to be in there is just going to be full of shit, anyways. At least Alex Jones would be entertaining. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he. But then he has this idea further down in the article. See, now that's where, the problem right there. Is why is Donald Trump Jr. having ideas? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he said conservative influencer Laura Loomer could also fill the role. Adding that he is, quote, not even joking about his proposal. Quote, I'm actually serious. I'm not saying permanently, but for a week, he said. We've got to get the all-star roster. So he's envisioning like a, a an SNL-style way Cast. of running the... Uh, I like that. <laughs> running the uh, press room, yeah. It really does speak to the, like, you know, the idea that, like, the Trump children especially don and eric like have no concept of like reality so to his mind like the press secretary and like the white house and all this is like a like a just it's all just the tv show part it's just what you see on the news even though he literally was the son of the president for four years that still in his mind the way that he interacts with the concept of the president of the united states is just like a tv program that you watch sometimes which is again just speaks like to, like, father how, like son yeah sort how of fucking incredibly um, stupid he is I mean yes like father like son you're right but yeah that's it's pretty cool well I meant more the like seeing reality through television you're right is right how, is yeah the old man yeah yeah no I got that uh, I got what you meant Laura but the thing is is that Laura Loomer is dog shit like Alex Jones yes he's spent I, decades talking on the radio for a living. Laura Loomer is not good in front of a camera or on a microphone. Like, that's not her skill. She's not good at that. 
feel like the last time I even heard anything about her was so long ago. Does she still do stuff? I mean, I guess she does. Sure. She's, she's a, I think she was in that conservative woman's calendar. <laughs> right? Was she, she not? She got, she, she got like perma banned from a bunch of platforms that I think is why she kind of disappeared. That's what I'm seeing here, at least. Yeah. AI influencers. Oh, this one. <clears throat> this is a brief one, but it, it, it it's something that's happened more towards the end of the year, so I guess it fits with uh, pacing of <laughs> what we're doing right now. Anyway, uh, the Washington Post has quietly removed a tab dedicated to the conflict in Ukraine from its main page. Judging by the web archive, on December 19th, this topic was still between the opinion and style tabs. It's been quietly removed. It says says so much so quietly it's true um that's the thing it's like you want to look and see who's you know like they say if you want to see who really wins the world you see what articles get quietly removed yeah you look for the tabs at the top of the democracy dies in darkness uh website that's how you know what's what's up and what's down Mm -hmm. did we talk about the the Hunter Biden, Stormy Daniels thing last week. I can't remember. No. Well, I guess I've said it. I've said too much. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to it. It's just Stormy Daniels is on the record saying that she would like she would hang out with Hunter Biden at the White House. Who wouldn't? It would be fun to to party with him. Name she one person who doesn't want to hang no. out with Hunter Biden. Really? This is not uh, Bo Biden. Wow, that's why he died, just to get away from Hunter. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really that was that was more of a nothing yeah, article that I just couldn't help but grab just sure. in case. It's it's crazy to think that someone as you know respectable as Stormy Daniels would just basically do anything for attention and try to stay relevant. <laughs> anyway, so this will clear up a lot of what we've been talking about the last like two and a half, three months. What is it now? Um, is it some kind of rosacea cream? No, you, you're so close. Uh, <laughs> no, it's that recently, uh, the Isra- Israeli military says it used quote, the wrong bombs in strike on Gaza refugee center. Don't you hate when you mix that up? We were talking about that earlier, but it's you know it's the same perils that you end up with as a OnlyFans husband. Like mix up <laughs> yeah. the wrong bombs, you know? Yeah, they they made a lot of OnlyFans spouses that day. Eighty six dead, and so yeah, now they're like, there's does is this them like? It's almost hard to tell if it's them more rubbing it in the face of every of the world, or like actually maybe being like. Okay, this looks bad. We're finally realizing this looks bad. <laughs> so we're going to say it was an accident. I think you're just going to keep saying it's an accident every time. I mean, it, like, and then what is what does that say of all? That means that every previous bombing was 100% intended. Um, well, yeah, they've, they've done that before as well, where they're like, have by the way that they've applied stuff, have been like, 
so yeah, like we meant to bomb, you know, civilians because they say we all of our bombs have hit the intentional targets. They literally said that when people were asking about bombing schools and hospitals. You know what I mean? They're like, oh no, we we yeah. our bombs are hitting the correct targets. And like, okay, you cool, call them cool. schools, we call them intentional targets. Yeah, we call them enhanced uh, future soldier uh, training facilities. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. But the the real one for me is to just think of it as like, you know, the obviously the it's like the Captain Crunch, you know, oops all crunch berries, but it's, you know, oops all explosions. It's oops all massacred children, you know, and it, just imagine the the was the, the 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 colonel, what is Captain Crunch? You know, Captain <laughs> Crunch on the front on the front of the cereal box and he's got the dismembered children behind him <laughs> there was a mix-up at the factory right that's the obviously that's the best way and to look don't, at this. don't worry he's been demoted to colonel yeah so colonel crunch he's, he's he's being held to account for his yeah. his mistakes and he's learned a lot and he's yeah but yeah that's the you know that's this that's the situation there no matter what no matter what the fucking game that they're trying to play is like that's the obviously the the best but i mean they are probably just trying to relate to, you know, millennial, quirky, self-deprecating humor. We've all been there. Oh, God, it's just like me to drop the wrong bombs on the wrong preschool. FML, am I right, guys? You know, it's it's very Sarah Silverman. It almost sounds like she's writing this shit. It's downright adorkable. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, self-aware millennial humor, <laughs> this is a... Uh... This is a horrible story that I've had on the docket for a, 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 a little while now. And I just well, when else are we going to fucking clear, hit it then, right? <laughs> clear it out of, out of the out of the list. Uh, Israeli soldiers have depraved quote fun, making quote Rachel Corey pancakes. This is something I saw. I don't know. Soon after Oct Seven, it's actually from a number of years ago. It's, but I mean, it doesn't, it's not that, not that it makes it better, but basically these IDF soldiers on Facebook back in like 2013, were having like official pancake parties where they're celebrating the horrible murder of this girl named Rachel Corey, who was, I believe, American. She came over to Gaza to protest all of the shit Actually, rather, I shouldn't say Gaza. I think she went to the... No, Gaza. So she was trying to prevent, like, the destruction of, like, homes for no reason other than people are being pushed out, etc., etc. We all know how this works, right? Is Israelis love to use bull bulldozers as weapons, I've, I've found out as well. So basically, they just ran over this girl until she died. Flat, flat as a pancake, if you will. Hence the party that they're having. They're just having a good time and posting about it on Facebook, showing them eating and making pancakes. And oh, and on the same page that they had all this shit, they appealed for donations to support our guests and the lone soldiers. Um, pretty gross. Pretty yeah, gross if you ask I don't, me. I uh, don't like it. Don't like it. And then this, <laughs> around this same time is when, like, the Israeli army was kind of being like, shh, shh quiet down, you guys. <laughs> like, you're, you're saying this stuff a little too loud. Um, anyway, I mean, that's that that sums up the end of the year right there. <laughs> Pancake parties. Yep. We're all going to be um, bringing in the new year. 
I'm having pancake parties, listening to <laughs> Old Enzyme or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. I don't think there's... I mean, what else happened this year, honestly? Like, what? what's the big news of the last few months other than... I don't know, genocides? <laughs> Maybe I need to branch out my, my news sources. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing to be precious about with this year, really. But it is that time of year. We must honor the traditions and summarize 2023. And I think we think we done did it. Um all right, we'll throw in a good, a good, a good old plane, Mister Airplanes Corner. Um, the planes behaving badly. They'll fly your pathetic human ass straight to hell. This is a, a tale of improbability. Couple survives two plane crashes in one day. Dot 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 on separate flights. What are the odds? I'm going to just go ahead and say this is planes behaving badly. Um, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. And the headline says everything, really. I mean, there's sure. no point in really reading the details. But yeah. And they were, these were like, it was like a small plane crash, which I feel like is... It's a minor. It's a little guy. Yeah. Smelling women's tears changes men's behavior. Psychologists find. Just let people's imaginations run with these headlines. Oh, we got to mention the uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene getting swatted for, I guess, not the first time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Swatting, of course, for our, <laughs> I don't know, our elder millennial listeners who wouldn't know what swatting is by now. Um, so when you call the dang cops on somebody and make up some shit that will cause their house to be invaded by a SWAT team. And this happened to uh, a few Republicans, uh, happened to MTG on Christmas day, which good. I'm sure it barely disrupted her day. Yeah. This one article I have is very short, but anyway, someone's, someone's pranking her dang heckin ass and i say <laughs> good old lang syne. yeah um yeah good i say kudos kudos to you good swapping swatting swapping swatting people good swatting yeah let's see any final thoughts on the year 2023 you know it was a uh, pretty bad i mean you just look at it i mean Maybe there was good stuff that happened, but we got we got uh, Javier Mille. Yeah, that's true. That's, that was... that's kind of a that's a positive for everybody, oh. unless you live in Argentina, I guess. Sure. That's a plus. No, it's just it's so tough because you look at it and it's like, God damn, all this stuff is just bad. Like it's just bad, bad, bad. Like across the board, and it is kind of like, okay, is that just the aggregators? Is that just the sentiment? Is that just that's what people want right now? Is everybody just wants I think negativity? It's... I think it's that whole thing about like, you know, people talk about this with reference to like just the nightly news, how it sure. always seemed like bad news. And then like, if it bleeds, that's it leads. When the, like, 
if it bleeds, it leads. And then like, that's what led to like fluff pieces in news reporting. Like, oh, let's like look at a recipe or like <laughs> this old man feeds the ducks every day, like down by the pond, like that kind of shit. Human interest stories were created. But uh, yeah, it's just basically it grabs people's attention, like bad news just like arrests uh, our attention, like more so, I guess, than positive news. I'm sure that some good stuff happened too, you know. It's just I don't I don't remember it. <laughs> I mean, looking down these various timelines, it's mostly deaths of people um, cool. and shit about like global uh, war breaking out between like superpowers or whatever. Um, Hollywood writers strike that was good. Yeah, yeah, and then the uh, oh god, the you know the, the auto manufacturers union they they got some really cool shit on their contract. That, that's true. You know, uh, Sean O'Brien people people people, people that became ass in the Senate. That was cool. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, that's a that's a huge one. Someone yeah. someone made a a porn. Oh yeah, a that porn guy cassette got it busted in, down on the Senate floor. But they broke it. That was, you know what? That was the um, the prophecy was foretold earlier in the year, and by the end of the year, there was a quirked up white boy who was busting it down sexual style in the Senate. So that's uh, you know. <laughs> and speaking of sexual style, Henry Kissinger died. Oh yeah, it was recently, but that's also here on the timeline. The most recent thing on this Britannica one is Beyonce's film is released, and then the death of Sandra Day O'Connor. Yeah. Sandra? Sandra? Sandra. I mean, I've always heard it Sandra. Sandra, but... Yeah, I knew it didn't sound right. I would. I used I to call her Sandra. Sandy Day when we were hanging out. I'd say it's a Sandy Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like going to the beach, it's such a sandy day. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think we're just really just dragging this out, just like this year has been dragging it out. <laughs> finish it up, yeah. close it out. We'll be we'll be back with uh, possibly a uh, another off-the-beaten-path-style episode next week. Possibly. I'm not 100% sure yet. Off-beaten Edmund Penis. Yes. <laughs> Man, that was so many callbacks. Yep. Been fucking, I'm paralyzed by callbacks. General recommendations. I try to even remember if I had anything in mind. I mean, I'm just going to reiterate what I said last week, <laughs> which hasn't been released yet. Sure. So, we'll, but whatever, whatever order you're listening to these episodes in, um, if you are a resident of California... You must vote for Barack Obama Mandela for Senate on March 5th. That is the primary date. Uh, Got to get him into office. Um, That's going to be my only rec. It's also my only recommendation. I'll okay. I'll also recommend the most recent season of the Fargo television series. It's pretty good so far. John Hamm is a bad guy. Uh, Other stuff. Other Fargo-y elements in a series, long series. 
Season five, that is. Um, how about you, Tim? Um, I I was I've been I've thought about recently checking out that uh, Fargo show, so maybe I should. If it's, you're saying it's good, um, it's good. It's the especially especially the first two are really really good. Sure, but I like all of them. Um, hmm, what should I recommend? What would be what would be a good thing to recommend? I don't. I think I have anything really that's worthwhile. Um, I guess you know what it was a pretty decent episode of a podcast. I've been kind of like listening to the old episodes, trying to figure something out that's like very particular of all my friends' podcasts, and then also like the new ep- listening to the new episodes when they come out. Um, uh, and it's called Through the Years, but it's T H R O H. Um, and they review a wrestling company called ROH. Um, and their most recent episode was about Motor City Madness, a show from like 2008 or something, 2006. Um, and I would recommend just check out that episode of the podcast, even if you don't really care about wrestling. Just give it a listen because these guys are very funny and they've been doing this show for like seven years or something at this point. Probably close. Yeah, seven years at this point. So they have a very unique kind of dynamic between them. Um, and uh, it's definitely worth checking out just to hear. Even, like I said, even if you don't really get it, they they explain stuff in a way where you don't even need to like really know what's going on to appreciate the show. Um, and just even at this point of doing it seven years, they still have kind of have like a unique and fresh snappiness to what they're doing. So I would definitely... That's my recommendation. Check out just this most recent episode of Through the Years, T-H-R-O-H, uh, Motor City Madness, and become a, the, what they call their, their listeners, Deep Vein Thrombozos. Become a Deep Vein Thrombozo. Uh, listening to this episode. T-H-R-O-H? Yeah. Okay. But it's still Through the uh, Years. It's just the first part is spelled like that. Got it. <laughs> All right, then you can find out more at our Discord, which is in the show notes. Check out those show notes. They got links, links to the Discord, links to the website, links to our Twitter account, uh, and many other things, including Tim's other other half. Other other half. Oh, yeah, I got the other podcast. Mm-hmm. I had some good episodes recently, so check those out. Um. It's going to be moving soon, so, you know, try to find it where it is right now, but I'll tell you where it goes later. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a thing. They're they're making a new website, and I guess we're just going to be part of it. Either way. Okay. Yeah. All right, that stuff is also in the show notes under More From Tim. And as I always say... 2024 is going to finally be the year I find me a box of money. Going to get it. Going to get it this time. All right. Bye. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm not going to do this, but I just want to comment on the fact that God, was it only last? No, it must have been the year before last that Jason and I did 
so like a new year's whatever episode and he's like should we count down to new years oh like yeah on a podcast so and pointless on a podcast i think he kept you guys kept he kept like referencing it well we did we just counted down from 10 to one yeah. but it was like we could we couldn't even see each other's so we were like okay just so you're saying we should stupid to do it now should we count down no, I'm saying we should definitely not. Okay, but I mean, just just, and just, just to be just safe, re- reminded of the fact that we did once, and it was. But okay, but was just to be safe, maybe we fun. should. Just in case anybody's listening to this, and it happens to be time, we could just count down. No, you don't think so? Okay, no, that's fine. That's I fine. Mean, I mean, we already counted at the beginning when, before we start recording. We're also counting true. up and two, three, but this would be down and from ten. Anyways, no, no, no. That you're right. That's stupid. Yeah, it's it's it sounds so much more fun than it, <laughs> than it actually is. Um, I just I guess I'm just sh- shouting out a funny thing I remember about sure, sure. our past episode. Uh, but that was from last year. I think it was even the year before that. Okay. It feels a long time. I think last year we didn't even do we didn't even do any New Year's shit last year because anyway um, we were recording the podcast less less often around that time. Um, okay, but if we were gonna do it, we would probably start with ten, right? We would start with ten, and, and then eventually we'd hit nine. five. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, five. Nine would be in the in the mix. Okay. Eventually, three. Two? Okay, three. Yes, two. Definitely four point. Four point eight seven would okay, be in there because we're going to be doing all the decimals. Decim- yeah, we've got to hit all of them, <laughs> right. and we'll, we'll we'll be done in a few years or something. Yeah, huh. um, okay. no, at least a couple. I mean, you can like you can kind of like infinitely divide numbers, so you know. That's true. <laughs> all right. All right. That's the note we're really going out on. voice recording was made in 1860. It was a 10-second fragment of the French folk song Au Claire de la Lune recorded by inventor Edward Leon Scott de Martinville.
But who will make the final voice recording and when? What will it be? Who will hear it?